listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast, and I'm your host, Jess Conklin. In most of our episodes, we'll have a guest, a woman who is running on mission right where she's at. We pray this podcast leaves you encouraged and spurred on to go and tell the good news. Friends, we are finally back on the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We are so thankful to be back with an episode after a short break. We had the Motherhood and Mission series in May, an episode launched every day the week before Mother's Day. And so a few weeks after that, we just took a few weeks off to let our brains rest and to come up with some fresh content for the summer. So we're really, really, really excited about what we've got ahead for the summer, what we've got planned and what we're going to be sharing with you via the podcast. Here's the first thing. You may have heard this already on a previous episode. You may have seen it on social media, or this may be fresh news to you. For this summer, we're starting a little podcast online book club, and we are going to read three different books from three different authors. All the books are loosely centered around a theme, being present, really, and about appreciating the present and learning from it. But you might find your own themes in the three books that we read. The first one we are reading together is Come Matter Here by Hannah Brincher. The second one we're reading is It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkhurst. And the third book we'll be reading in August is Here Now by Kate Merrick. So for each of those months, I'm obviously reading the book. I've been reading those books and I'm drawing things out from them that I want to find. And I'll do one episode where I just talk about what I've learned about the book and what I've heard from you guys. And then we'll have an episode with the author of each book, an interview with her. We'll talk about what she learned writing it, what she's still learning about it, maybe anything that's shifted in her heart and her mind since writing it. And then we'll also have one episode each month that's just pure teaching from me. And those will actually be preview contents from my new book that comes out in September, You Are the Girl for the Job. So every month we'll have a summer fun episode. That's what this episode is right here this week. We'll also have a teaching episode where I'm going to share some early, early content with you guys from You Are the Girl for the Job. We'll have an episode that's an interview with the author of the actual book that we're reading. And we'll also have an episode where I'm just sharing my thoughts, what I've learned, what God has taught me through that book. So the book for June is Come Matter Here by Hannah Brencher. You can get it on Amazon or at Barnes and Noble at your local bookstore. Just make sure you grab it and read along with us, or you can absolutely just listen in and hear what we are gleaning from the book. But first of all, This week, we have our summer fun episode, and so here's what we're going to do. I am going to alternate between answering fun questions that you guys have given us to ask and answer and sharing information about what's coming up or things that we want to make sure that you hear about. So you'll hear me alternate between fun and informational all at once. All right, let's go. Here's the first thing. I've revisited the fact that June we are reading Come Matter Here by Hannah Brancher. But before we talk anything else about it this month, maybe if you haven't gotten the book, can I read to you my favorite part of this book? I read this book a few years ago. I actually had the incredible honor of getting to write the foreword for Hannah's book. So I read it years ago before it came out. 
but I'm rereading it for the book club. And I was actually on a plane a few weeks ago when I read this passage from the book. I grabbed Anna who works with me on Go and Tell Gals and I would just had tears in my eyes and I asked her to read it with me. And it was specifically poignant to me because this short passage was on fear and I am working through a lot of fear right now. If you've been following me on social media, you might have seen my little campaign against fear. I've been talking about a lot, but one of the most poignant ways it comes out for me is in flying. And so I was on the airplane reading these words and they jarred something loose in me. So I want to just read that to you in case you haven't gotten the book. This will give you a really beautiful preview of Hannah's writing and the kind of content you're in for. Here's what she says. If I could write an autobiography for fear, it would read like this. Hi, my name is Fear. F-E-A-R. But you are going to call me a lot of other things as you start to get closer to me. I'm terribly unoriginal. I'm like every has-been out there, but you give me way more credit than I deserve. You should keep doing that. I like it when you make me bigger than I actually am. I'm going to make you feel alone, and I like it when you believe you're the only one who's ever felt this way. You think I'm custom catered to fit you, but I'm really no different than the brand of me your best friend wears. I'm a ballad lurking in the hearts of a billion people, and I will do anything to keep you from realizing that I am just the same song on repeat. You all know all my words. I'm pretty jealous though. I want you alone with me at night. I'm not afraid to say I'm greedy or that I don't wanna share you. I'm a territorial lover and I would rather you not have solid sleep and conversations at dinner parties or find a community that doesn't leave your side. I wrote you a story a long time ago and I don't want you to figure out that you've outgrown the plot line. I wonder why you don't get over me sometimes, but then the realization hits me. You come back because you know I want you. You come back because you know the sound of my voice. You come back because you know the way I move and how I shut you down. You've stood face to face with me so many times and I have told you who you are. The crazy thing is, you've believed me. Whoosh. So that is from Hannah's book, Come Matter Here, your invitation to be here in a getting there world. Grab it, join the book club, start reading it, and we'll be talking to her this month on the podcast. And we'll also just be talking about how the book has impacted us. But now for some fun questions. These are questions you guys asked and they are so light and fun. And I hope it's just cool that we get to share them. Here's number one, what's your go-to nail polish? Listen, if you've been following me for any amount of time on social media, you've seen this unfold. I used to only wear one color nail polish on my toes and on my nails all day, every day, I wore black, black nails. And that sounds kind of dark to some people, but for me, it was the ultimate neutral. It fit in with anything that I was wearing. It looked a little bit spicy, but also put together black nails all day, every day. Then I started to mix it up. And sometimes I would do like a light dusty pink. And sometimes I would do a fun white. And now I am finding so much freedom in 
almost picking a new color every single time I do my nails. So literally right now I'm wearing a color I have never worn before in my whole life. It's a dusty blue gray and on my toes I'm wearing white and I do find that I like to wear white a lot in the summer on my toes because I think that it makes my feet look tanner. I don't know if that is a real thing at all but that's what I believe and on my nails for sure in the summer when I'm not traveling to teach or when I don't have to look super professional all the time. I just like to have fun. So I was thinking I might do some neon or something, some bright pink. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen in the fall. I'll probably go back to black just because, you know, it's standard. It works. Someone asked me my favorite summer routine and I have so many. I have so many. I love routine, first of all, and I am really learning to love summer. And so those are two favorite things combined. I would say a first one is that I get up about an hour to an hour and a half earlier than everyone in my family in the summer and it is blissful quiet time. I know a lot of people have a hard time getting up early in the morning and I'm telling you it's almost easier for me in summer because I just relish the alone time and I know I don't have to rush, rush, rush to get kids ready for school. So I love to get up. I walk downstairs. I leave my phone behind. I don't touch my phone or anything like that. I make a large glass of water. I drink the glass of water and just sit in silence for a few minutes. Then I make some coffee and read my Bible and read whatever book I'm reading. But it's just really quiet for about 90 minutes. And I love a day where I don't have to talk to anyone for the first whole 90 minutes that I'm awake. So as an introvert, that is one of my absolute favorite summer routines. I love going to the library with my kids in the summer. We usually go about once a week and I'm so thankful that they have really now all four are reading. They're really into diving into books. They do the whole summer reading plan through the library and try to win all the prizes. And I love doing that with them. I love going to the library with them. I also love going to the used bookstore with them. We are big used bookstore fans. And so we'll sell the books that we've read that we've already purchased and buy new ones with our money. And I like doing that with them because sometimes I can use the money we sell from all the books that they get to, you know, get a fun little beach read for myself or something like that. I love that. I love going to the beach with my friends and my family here in Charleston. I just don't even know how blessed we are to be so close to a beach, but I love doing that for like a late afternoon dinner time, grab a pizza or take a salad and just hang out at the beach until the sun goes down. Those are some of my favorite, favorite summer routines. Someone asked my favorite summer treat and I love anything frozen. Um, that's not true. I don't love anything frozen, but I love frozen berries. Like just a bag of frozen blueberries sounds so good. I'll let them melt a little bit. I was telling a friend the other day, if you are a peach fan at all, some people in the South do this and some people think it's crazy. I freeze whole peaches and then I let them defrost for a few minutes after they're frozen. And it's like eating peach ice cream. It's so good. Those are some of my favorite summer treats. I love a good hearty summer salad with strawberries and chicken and cucumbers. All those things sound nice. Someone else asked my favorite TV show and that is an easy, 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 easy answer. My favorite TV show is Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy. I'll tell you how much I love Grey's Anatomy. I've watched the whole thing all seasons three times through. And for a while, it would be the only TV show I would watch. I would just watch it over and over again. And another thing that really will show you how much I love Grey's Anatomy is the other day my husband and I were driving and I was just looking out the window thinking and I said out loud, 
sometimes I feel bad for the characters of Grey's Anatomy because they don't get to watch Grey's Anatomy. So that's how much I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. On to more serious things. I want to tell you about something new that we have started this summer through Go and Tell Gals, and that is our summer coaching series. If you have followed Go and Tell Gals for any amount of time, you may know that we host Go Teams, and Go Teams are our group coaching initiative that we've now done twice. And when we did them, we had 90 women go through about three months of intensive coaching with us, specifically in regards to publishing, ministry, or small business and we would divide those women into teams and I would have the distinct pleasure of getting to coach them through a series of different sessions and then we'd also bring in experts to help coach them. It was incredible. We've done it twice. We had planned to do it again very soon but what we found is that we don't quite have the bandwidth to do a whole go team session right now and we heard from a lot of you that said I wish there was something in between online classes and go teams. And we heard from a lot of you who said, I don't necessarily want to start a small business or pursue ministry or pursue publishing, but I'd still love to get coached. So we have launched our summer coaching series. And what that is, is three months of coaching, the same as Go Teams, but it's just one session a month with me. And we still divide you into small groups so that you have women that you get to walk with and purposefully process the information that we're coaching you in. For the summer coaching series, we are gonna cover just three topics. We're gonna cover fighting fear with faith, catching a God-sized vision for your life, and developing life-giving rhythms and schedules that serve you and help you serve God. So I'm gonna do one session on each of those topics and then you'll get to process and walk together in your groups as you go throughout the summer. And the cool thing that we love about Go Teams and that we love about this summer coaching series is that I get to be in your group. So you'll be in a small Facebook group with about 10 other women and I get to be in there as well. So any questions you have as you're processing, as you're working through these coaching ideas, I get to walk with you and that is such a joy for me. You have until June 26th to sign up for the summer coaching series. It's $75 for three months of coaching and we're just really, really, really pumped about it. Now for a few fun questions. I love this question. What books am I currently reading? We talked about this on the last fun episode and I told you guys I had been writing for so long that I was in a huge reading drought. I hadn't read a ton really over the last two or three years because I've been in the thick of writing. And so right now I am doing a lot of reading. I am finishing The Color of Compromise by Jamar Tisby. I am rereading The Bait of Satan by John Bevere, which is a book on offense, and it is just kicking me in the rear. I am rereading the book Sacred Rhythms because our church is reading that as a book club this summer, and I actually just finished it this spring, but I'm excited to go through it with some women at my church. I'm also reading Come Matter Here again by Hannah Brincher. And so it's funny, of the four books I'm reading right now, three are rereads, which I tend to do a lot. If I find something I love that I know I really need to hear, I'll read it a handful of times. So those are the four books I'm reading right now, and I'm loving them. I love this question. Someone asked, do you still care about the Enneagram? Or has <laughs> the interest in it kind of faded for you? That's such a good question. I still really care about the Enneagram. I think 
I probably talk about it a lot less than I used to because I've noticed people's sensitivity toward it. I find a lot of people, if they are not into it, they just don't want to talk about it. You may have heard on the podcast, a lot of times I will ask guests first, are you into the Enneagram? Do you care? Because a lot of people don't want to talk about it. And I think that's so fair. But I would say, yeah, it's still a really helpful, helpful tool for me, specifically in my personal relationships. I would just say anytime I'm encountering any kind of conflict or frustration with someone, it's such a helpful tool for me to ask, is that just the way they're made? Is that thing they're doing actually hurtful to me or is it actually wrong? Or is it just not my personality and it's how they're made and it's how they see the world. And so I find that that helps me so so much. So yeah, I would say I still super care about the Enneagram. Someone asked what my favorite summer song is, and I have to say, this is an oldie but a goodie for me. I love John Mark McMillan's song, Tongues of Fire, and um, it has some sweet spiritual meaning for me regarding summer, but I love that song. But I've got a new favorite album for the summer, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. It's the Kids Bop album 39. If you don't know about Kids Pop, they take all the popular songs of today and they make them clean. And my kids love it. And Kids Pop 39 has some songs that I really like, but I didn't like the language in them. So I'm really enjoying, you know, enjoying those with my kids. And they make me laugh so hard when they love those same songs I do, but just the cleaned up version. So I'm loving Kids Pop 39. All right, a little more information for you. Hey, have you heard about the girls' night that we are hosting here in Charleston on August 2nd? It is going to be incredible. We have such amazing guests. We have Deb Hopper, Katie Walters, Michelle McKinney, Kenesha Bucks, and Rach Kincaid. And all of them are going to join us for a night of equipping and encouraging you right where you're at. We know that you have gone through a long, hot summer of working, of showing up where you're at of serving and we also know that going into the fall is just a really incredibly busy time for women and so we just want to encourage you and meet you where you're at with a night of life-giving fun and worship we have about 60 or less tickets left and we have a really limited amount of space we would love to have you we'd love to have your girlfriends so hop and go grab those tickets they are going to be gone very quickly Okay, last few fun questions. I love this question. Someone asked the best salad dressing ever, and I'm so I'm so honored to have been asked that question. My favorite salad dressing on earth, I have been eating it religiously since 2009, is the Asian style spicy peanut vinaigrette from Trader Joe's. If they ever discontinue it, I am in so much trouble. I love that salad dressing so much. I love this question. Someone asked, if I could do anything besides what I'm doing right now, what would I do? I love that. I mean, I am really grateful to get to lead a church with my husband and write books and coach women. Those are things I love to do. But I think if I had to start totally fresh and I couldn't do any of those things, I would love at some point in my life to become a personal trainer. I think about that as like a plan for my 50s or 60s. I would love to own a small gym slash juice bar. That sounds really fun to me. I would also really love to be a doula. 
I don't know that I want to go all the way back to school to be a midwife or do anything like that. But in the past, I've had a lot of life-giving hours spent helping my friends or family members or women I know labor when they're giving birth. In general, that I, I believe is what I do when I write books and when I coach women is I believe God wants me to be a midwife of mission and just help them push out whatever he's called them to do. So I think I get to do that in spiritual ways too, but I would love to do it for women giving birth. So I don't know, maybe all of those things are headed my way in a handful of years. I would love that, but I am very grateful for the jobs I get to do now. Favorite lip color for the summer, Jam by Glossier. It's a mix between a lipstick and a lip gloss and a lip stain. It's really light, it's really easy to put on. You can layer it multiple times if you want it to look dramatic. It's cheap. I never lose it because I love it so much. I love jam. I also love the color Zip, but I really like jam for summer. And my favorite ice cream. My favorite ice cream is anything dairy-free from Jenny's. I love Jenny's ice cream, but I don't love dairy or my body doesn't love dairy. So I love all of their dairy-free options. They're delicious. All right, our last bit of information for you is this. Do you know about our classes? We tested out these quick online classes in May to see if they would be a helpful resource for you guys. Y'all loved them. You ate them up. You just attended them. You loved every single one of them. And so we're bringing classes back. They're a really easy investment. It's $15 for an hour long class. If you know you wanna attend all three classes, you can buy all three classes for the price of two. This month in June, we have incredible classes. I'm really excited about I'm teaching a class that I have heard from you guys that you want to hear this forever, and that is how to prepare a message. So whether you're teaching the Bible or whether you're teaching women about anything else or whether you're teaching anyone, I'm going to do a quick hour-long class on how to prepare a message. I'll share a few different styles and what works for me and just some heart things that have helped me in the past. We have my incredible mom, Deb Hopper, who has been coaching women for decades, and she is teaching on simple solutions in a complicated world. She has a heart for women who feel overwhelmed by all the tools and technology and stuff that they have. And so she's gonna give us just some really quick tips to feel less complicated, to feel less harried and crazy. And then lastly, we have my friend Gina Holiday teaching a class on creativity and faith, which sounds so fun for summer to just dig into our more creative sides by the power of the Holy Spirit. Sounds wild and wonderful and I love it. So this was our summer fun episode. I pray it was fun for you. We are so excited about this month. We're excited about Come Matter Here by Hannah Brencher. I can't wait to have her on the podcast so soon. She's actually going to be here in Charleston recording with me. So that is going to be an incredible treat. Grab your copy, follow along. We're thankful for you. We love you. And we pray that you are already having a really fun summer. Mm-hmm.